All right, what is up, guys? Welcome to another segment in my 206 to 559 sports podcast. I just want to say, uh, you know, thank you guys for listening in to my first round mock draft and my second and third round mock drafts. Um, just a little something, you know, heads up for today. Uh, I'm going to be do a, doing a top 10 quarterback rankings, and these are, um, you know, just my guys that I think will probably end up having a lot of playing time. A lot of guys are going to be stars, but most of these guys on my board will probably be fringe starters. And, um, you know, I'm just going to go over the the tier rankings. Uh, the, I will have a tier list, uh, a ratings list, and a grade scale, which I will quickly go over, and they will be the same for any of my top 10, uh, top 5, top 10, top 15 rankings. Um and the tier list is S, S, A, B, C, D, and F for the tier list. S is superstar, all pro, once in a generation guy. A tier is star, pro bowl calibered, or decade starter. B is a solid starter with potential pro bowler, with uh, pro bowl potential. C is a bottom tier starter, a guy that's going to, you know, not going to quite live up to, you know, Pro Bowl standards, but he's going to be a solid guy throughout his career. D is a career backup or a serviceable role guy, like a third down back, um, special teamer, or, you know, a solid backup quarterback. And then in the final tier is F, which is a bust. Um, guy just doesn't live up to the hype or a guy that's just going to be out of the league before his rookie contract is up. And then I do have a ratings list that is also S, A, B, C, D, and F. Um, the ratings list will be things like speed. Um, you know, for a quarterback, I don't have a speed rating, but you know, for a quarterback, there will be, you know, arm, you know, processor, pocket presence, you know, quick throw accuracy, deep throw accuracy, and you know, just things like that. And S will be rare, a rare talent. Elite and generational trait. A will be, you know, star traits, very special. B will be above average and very serviceable. C is average, not bad. Um, you know, just middle of the pack trait. D is below average, a very passable trait. Very passable due to that lack of a trait. You know, not a guy that I'm going to totally pass on or drop a whole grade value because of it. And then F is abysmal trait and it'll bring down a whole grade. So it could be from, you know, a guy could have, you know, B-tier processor, A-tier arm, you know, B-tier deep throw accuracy, you know, pocket presence is all there. But let's just say that, you know, the quick the quick timing throw or like an impact throw will be at a lower, uh, lower level. Then it'll bring his grade down from maybe a B to, you know, a C. And that's just something that, you know, is going to take in big effect. Uh, none of these guys here in my top 10 quarterbacks list has an F rating. Um, these guys are guys that I think are going to be the most servable, serviceable roster guys in this draft class. And so none of these, not, you will rarely see uh, my top 10 players having an F rating because, you know, or else they just want to be in my top 10 and it would just drop a whole grade on them. And then I do have a grade scale. Uh, a 90 to a 100 is a top tier must pick all pro potential once in a generation can't miss player an 80 to an 89 is a star potential pro bowler going to have a long career a 70 to 79 is going to be a stall a solid starter with pro bowl potential 
a 60 to 69 rating or grade scale is going to be a bottom tier starter, um, serviceable starter, or a very, very good backup. A 50 to 59 grade scale will be a career backup. And then a 0 to 49 is just going to be not worth taking a guy that's going to be out of the league very soon. So you will not see many guys with a 0 to 49 rating in my top 10. You probably won't see any with a 0 to 49 or an F uh, ratings list. And um, so, you know, that's just what we're going to be working with. And um, number one is going to be Joe Burrow um, on my list. Uh, you know, I'm just going to be going through the tier rankings. He is an A-tier rank player in my books. So he's going to be a superstar, all-pro. Oh, he's going to be a star, Pro Bowl caliber, a decade starter in this league. He has a B arm. Um, I give him a B arm, a solid B, because he can make throws. He could throw. He's one of three quarterbacks in this draft class that I've seen personally can throw into windows, into an NFL window. One of three. All three are in the top all three are in the top seven quarterbacks. So that just tells you how kind of shallow this pool is. Um, he has a B short throw accuracy and B plus deep throw accuracy. He's a guy that, you know, has pretty decent touch on the ball, who's not going to miss the wide open throw, and who is going to be a guy that's going to hit the checkdowns. He's going to hit the deep balls, and he's just going to do everything in between. Um, he's just not quite elite at that level. He's just not quite elite at, you know, just hitting the guys. He did play with him and Tua, I will say, in back-to-back -back, uh, player rankings, did play with, you know, elite talent around them. Joe Burrow plays with um, Justin Jefferson, who uh, will be a top 25 pick in this draft, and Jamar Chase will be a top 10 pick next year. Um, you know, just a couple, like, pointers that I will say. Uh, the SEC is a very tough conference, but it's also a conference with a lot of offensive talent. Uh, he also, I also give him a B minus quick throw accuracy. He's not a guy that I see doing a two, three step drop back and hitting a slant easily. He's going to be a guy that's probably going to um, do five step drop out of the shotgun or take a two step drop, um, five step drop out of the um, center and a two step drop off of the shotgun and kind of process and kind of decide where he's going to throw. Um, I like him a lot. You know, he's uh, he's very good in the screen game, which is a quote-unquote quick throw. But also, uh, he's very good at throwing, you know, just those quick little slants, those out routes. Um, but, you know, he's just, that's not going to be a trait that's going to win him over. Um, he has a pretty uh, decent release. Uh, I give him a B-minus rating on the release. And, um... Just a little reminder, uh, B is above average and very serviceable. You know, this is a, um, B is a very good trait. Um, and it's, it's a, he's a guy that's just going to be very good at everything. Um, you know, decision-making is a B. Doesn't turn the ball over only six interceptions this year to 60 touchdowns. So you can just definitely see the ratio of 10 to 1, which is a pretty good ratio. And then um, he also has an A minus pocket, um, you know, presence. He's the only quarterback in this draft class with an A pocket presence. Um, it's an A minus. Uh, he's a top tier. He's he's going to be a pocket passer. He's not going to move, roll out. He's not going to extend the play, which is why I have him at a C minus play extension, which is um, 
in a three-way tie with the worst in this draft class in my top 10. You know, he's a guy that can serviceable mover. C ranking is uh, an average, not bad trait. So he's not bad at moving. You just don't want him to move and roll out and throw on the run. Um, he has a really good processor. Processor is um, almost like decision-making, but it's not quite the same. Decision-making is choosing to throw the ball away, uh, throw it in the dirt, throw a check down instead of a pick over the middle. That's what it is. The processor is being able to move from player to player and scan the field and move on and not be a one-read quarterback. He has the highest processor with a solid B, and that just shows you how much you know how raw a quarterback still can be. A B is a very good trait still. But, you know, you're not going to see a quarterback come out of college with an A processor and a, and a guy that's going to um, dissect the field like like an NFL quarterback that's been in the league four, five, six, seven years. So a B processor, the highest in the class, just like the pocket presence. And then also the um, impact rating, which is going to be on the same scale as the grade scale. Uh, I gave him a 75, 75.5 impact rating, which means he's going to, um, you know, he's probably going to be, you know, a a positive season guy. He's going to elevate your team, but he's not going to make your team elite by himself. He needs a lot of talent still around him. 75.5 grade means, you know, he's still a, you know, a very solid starter. Um, he's going to be a guy that's probably going to end up getting your team nine wins on average every year. And he's a guy that's going to come in with the highest floor, uh, with a 73 floor out of a 100 scale, which is um, still a solid starter in Pro Bowl coming in. He's going to have the highest ceiling at an 88.5, which is star potential Pro Bowler. He's going to have a long career. And a couple of... Um, a couple of uh, noticeable accolades is he was a Heisman winner this year. Uh, he threw for 56, over 5,600 passing yards, had 60 touchdowns this year, and threw 76% on just six interceptions. Joe Burrow, uh, some pros. He's an ultimate leader, ultra competitor, great in the pocket. He has a decent arm. He'll sell you on the decision-making and intermediate accuracy. That means those, those middle-level throws over the middle, uh, you know, ones that, you know, have to have a lot of touch to be completed. Um, he's a great leader. He has that swagger about him. You know, he's just he's just going to come and do work, let his play show. He's got ice in his veins. He doesn't shy away from the spotlight. Uh, reminds me of Russell Wilson in big moments. Um, you know, big games like the Alabama game. Ran away with it. Alabama started to come back. They made a couple nice plays to stay ahead of the curve. Uh, he's a he has above average to above average in all traits except play extension and on the run, which is his only knock. Uh, and like I said earlier, one of three quarterbacks in this class that can throw it into an NFL window. His cons are he, he the top tier A arm isn't there, and that wouldn't be one of his cons if there wasn't room for development in his arm at his age. You'd rather develop his processor and better his accuracy instead. Oh, excuse me. You know, he's not a horrible, he's not a guy that can't hit an open receiver. He does that. And as I can tell, he's one of three, as I said, he's one of three quarterbacks that can throw into an NFL window. So the accuracy is not a problem. It's just elevating it and getting it better and better. 
He's 23. Uh, there's almost no improvement for his arm to get better, and that's his only knock. He's not going to have a noodle arm. He's not going to have, you know, a Kirk Cousins arm. Not knocking Kirk Cousins. He's a good, accurate passer. But, you know, he's probably going to have an Andy Dalton arm. You know, B, solid B to a B-plus arm at best. And, you know, he's just going to be a guy that's probably going to have to dot him up in a West Coast offense. Uh, not much to dislike aside from his lack of mobility and top-tier arm. Um, personally, I am afraid of the one-year wonder. Because the previous year, he did not do very well. He threw, I think, 14 interceptions. Just over 3,700 passing yards, if I'm not correct. Uh, in the in an SEC team. And so... You know, that just shows how much of an impact he had or how much of a one-year wonder he is. Overall, he's a great leader with swagger and confidence. Ice in his veins won't shy away from competition and will not crumble in big moments. Like I said earlier, everything aside from his mobility and ability to extend plays is above average. Arm is average. He'll be in this league for a long time. My pro comp for him is Teddy Bridgewater right now in the 2019 season. When he took over for Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater was destroying, not necessarily destroying, but he was literally taking over the game by him not making mistakes. And that's what Joe Burrow does. And Teddy Bridgewater, you might say, hey, isn't he a dual threat quarterback? He can run, right? He can, but he doesn't run to he doesn't run to run. He runs to throw. And that's something that Joe Burrow probably can learn and probably has to do behind a battle line. But he's not going to be the guy that's going to run for 500 yards every year. He probably won't even run for 100 yards everywhere, every year. He's going to kind of shuffle his feet, get out of the pocket, and maybe extend a play or two every game. But he's a guy that's just going to not make a lot of mistakes. And that's who I see Teddy Bridgewater as of 2019 as a starter in Carolina. Um, he, took, he took Cam Newton's job away from him. And that's how good Teddy Bridgewater was this year. My draft value is first overall. Realistically, I if I was the Bengals, I'd take Chase Young and then I'd shake this whole draft up and have and see Joe Burrow fall and fall and fall. Not because, you know, I don't like Joe Burrow, but because everybody already has their eyes set on somebody. And the next guy is Tua Tagovailoa out of Alabama. Um oh I forgot to go over their bios. Um Joe Burrow's out of LSU, if you all don't know. He's six foot three, two hundred twenty-one pounds. And has nine-inch hands, which is still below average for a quarterback. Tua Tagovailoa is six feet tall, right on the dot. I, just, I thought he was going to be a little bit more towards six-two, but that's not a problem. I don't have a problem with short quarterbacks. Two hundred seventeen pounds and ten-inch hands, right around the value where you want the hands. A little bit bigger, a little bit grippier guy. His notable, uh, noticeable accolades are seven thousand four hundred forty-two career passing yards, eighty-seven career passing touchdowns. Those are all Alabama career passing record touchdown passing records. And for Tua, um, I have him also in the A tier ranking. Only two quarterbacks in the A tier ranking, Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa. He has an A arm, you know, which you can see him sling it deep all day to Devonta Smith and Jerry Judy. Um, short accuracy is B, and I actually gave him a deep accuracy of A. Um you know, the ball does seem to float a little bit, and his good receivers when the ball is in the air helps him a lot. But, you know, you can't deny that his deep ball accuracy is the best in this class. Um, and it's an A, solid A. So it's so if I go back to my grading scale, 
it's a uh, star very special trait. So he's the best deep ball thrower in this draft class. Quick throw accuracy, I have him at a B minus. Another guy that's decent at screens, decent at the short, you know, two-step slants. He's just not a guy that's going to be elite at it um, until he develops further into his career. I give him a B minus under pressure only because he he does that Russell Wilson spin out when he feels like he can't step up into the pocket, which I don't personally see a lot out of him. He does that Russell Wilson spin out and he's not quite as athletic, as quick, or as fast as him, so he gets caught a little bit. That's why I have that B minus under pressure throw um, you know, rating for him. Um, he's gonna he's gonna make a lot of throws and take hits while throwing. That's not a problem. It's just him deciding whether to step up or kind of uh, shuffle his feet and kind of scramble out and throw instead of doing that over the shoulder spin that he tries to do and gets caught and gets hurt. Um, I give him a B release. He has a pretty ball. The ball spins really fast. His ball floats perfectly. You can literally watch him throw the deep ball all day long and just get caught in the spin of the ball and it will literally put you in a trance state. Uh, I also give him a B decision-making rating. He's not going to make a lot of mistakes. He's, he's a big splash play quarterback with minimal mistakes, which is very rare to see in a, especially a young draft class like this where a lot of juniors are coming out. Um, Decision-making is a solid B. Pocket is a B. I only give him a B because he doesn't like to step up into the pocket and make the big throw. You'll only see that a couple times in the game. Otherwise, he'll kind of step back and do like a little, um, little two-step backwards or he'll do that over-the-shoulder spin like I say and get himself hurt or get himself nicked or maybe just sail a ball. That's his only issue. He he kind of does that Russell Wilson spin or he doesn't step up into the pocket. That's why I give him a B, which is still uh, third best in the class. Play extension, I give him a B minus. Um, I give him a B minus uh, because he's just, he's, he's, pretty, he's pretty athletic. He's pretty gifted. If he ran the 40, I do not expect him in the four sixes. I don't expect him four seven five. I expect him in that four seven six to four eight flat range, which is not bad for a quarterback. It's still very good, but I draft a quarterback to, that can move a little bit, which he can, and can make the big throw, which he does. Processor, I give him a B minus. Uh, and like I said, it's a little bit different from decision making. It's being able to move from receiver to receiver and scan the whole field. While decision-making is just deciding whether you're going to make that throw into the window, you're going to eat it in the dirt, you're going to take off and run, or you're just going to do what you need to do and get the ball out of your hand. The process is a B-. He's still very good um, at scanning the field. The SEC, you have to read the whole field or else you're not going to get anything done in that in the SEC. Very solid guy. Um, he is the second best tied second best processor in this draft class and you can definitely see it on the film uh, he has a 72 impact grade uh, so he's going to come in and be another guy that's going to make your he's going to be a positive team if he starts 16 games nine plus wins every year he's coming in with the second highest floor with a 72 rating and the second highest ceiling with an 86 so he's going to come in as a serviceable starter um, and he's going to leave as a star pro bowler with a long career and just a couple little quick, um, you know, pros and cons. He has a big arm, splash play guy, can throw 50, 65 yards easily with accuracy. Good on the move, easily extends plays, great leader, doesn't shy away from big moments. Uh, steps up as a leader, 
locker room guy. Not much to dislike aside from the injury. Great touch on the ball. Like I said earlier, the ball's very pretty coming out of his hand. Uh, my only con is he looks like Russell Wilson and runs like Tim Tebow. Uh, Tebow is by no means a dual a dual threat quarterback. He's a he's an improviser. He's the guy that's going to step back and throw the ball, or he's going to step up and make a powerful run, which Tua is neither. Tua is not an elite athlete like Russell Wilson, and he's not a powerful runner like Tim Tebow. He's he kind of gets caught in himself and says, "Okay, what am I today?" I'm Russell Wilson. I'm going to run around and throw the ball. Looks like Russ. And then there's other times where he's like, okay, I guess I'm playing like Tim Tebow where I'll spin out, get caught, get the hip injury, get the ankle injury, and all of a sudden I am I could fall out of the top five picks. Um, not knocking Tebow as a passer, but as a runner. He's very powerful, not very fast, not very quick. Runs around and thinks like he's Russell and he can escape like Russell Wilson. That's the one of the biggest knocks I have. He's not as fast, as quick, or as athletic as Russell Wilson. Does the over-the-shoulder spin. I said this a lot. He does it a lot. He has played with elite talent in all three years. We'll see how well he fares in Miami. That's why I mocked him at 18. Looks skittish in the pocket. Not meaning that he's bad in the pocket, but it looks like he wants to be outside of the pocket more than inside. And like I said before, he loves the rollout. Um, overall, could end up being the best quarterback in this draft class when it's all said and done. Uber talented, good touch, great arm. Four potential first-round receivers to play with in all three years. Had Calvin Ridley in his uh, his uh, freshman debut in that bowl game or in the uh, championship game. Uh, just let that sink in. Five Pro Bowl, uh, five Pro Bowl caliber, five first round pick potential receivers in all three years of playing. Um, personally, the injury concern doesn't. Uh, the injury doesn't concern me. Um, I feel like he's trying to. He's one of the quarterbacks that tries to do too much when you don't need to. All of the traits are above average to elite. If he stays healthy, uh, you can see an All Pro asterisk multiple times in his uh, career. Pro comp is Drew Brees through the air and Tim Tebow on the ground. Nothing much to say about that. Great passer and a decently athletic quarterback. Draft value for me is top five pick. Realistically, he'll go to um, he'll go to Miami at five. But when I mocked him at 18, because you need to surround him with a better line. And number three, this is probably going to be you know where you're like um, Jordan Love is probably going to be here or Justin Herbert. I have Jake Fromm out of Georgia. Uh, I drink the Jake Fromm juice out of Georgia. 6'2", 219. His hands are the smallest in this top 10 with 8 and 7 eighth inches. Um, noticeable accolades. Three-year starter. Three bowl games. 78 career passing touchdowns. Second all-time in Georgia history. Georgia doesn't have the best run of quarterbacks. The only, Literally, if you think off the top of your head, the only guy you could think of is probably Matt Stafford. So behind him, that's not bad. Um... For me, I love Jake Fromm. Um, he has a B tier rating, solid B. Um, his arm is a B minus, though. That's his biggest knock aside from the athleticism. He's he's not gonna make you know that tight window fixed though. Even though he is one of the he is the second of third quarterbacks that can throw it into an NFL window, he doesn't have the zip that you know you really want out of a quarterback. Um, he his arm is developmental though you can develop him just a true junior 
He's a very accurate passer. He has the best short throw accuracy with the B plus. That's a solid B deep throw accuracy. The only knock on him in that has a small sample size is that Georgia runs a power run scheme. Um, this is a run first team, and it will be a run first team for as long as I can think. His quick throw accuracy is an A. That's the best in this draft class because they throw a lot of because of that power run scheme. They run a lot of shorter and intermediate routes, and he has to get that ball out quick because he's under the center and um, out of the shotgun. He throws a lot of screens. B, I give him a B. I don't know, um, solid B under pressure. He's a guy that can stand in there, take the hit, make the good throw, and um, you know, be a big time NFL quarterback. For his release, I give him an A, the best in the class. Uh, he has one of the best throwing motions. The release isn't quite the throwing motion altogether. It's also the point of the ball, how the ball looks coming out of the hand and the zip on it. I give him an A. Even though the arm strength isn't there, the ball is very good coming out of hand. Very clean, very catchable ball every time. A B decision making for me. He's still a very, uh, he's still a very um, accurate quarterback. I just can't give him a B plus and make him the top ranking guy because he just doesn't throw the ball a lot like Tua or Joe Burrow has last year. I give him a B plus in the pocket because that's what he's going to be. He's going to be a pocket passer. Um, steps up beautifully. One of the best guys in this class is stepping up in the pocket aside from Joe Burrow. I give him a, sol a solid C on the play extension. You know, he's he's not an uber athlete. Ran 501 at the Combine. He's, he's a very powerful runner, just like Tim Tebow, but not as fast, straight line, speed fast. Um, but he's a guy that can move a little bit. Um, he's he's really he's a really hard worker. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, if you've watched QB1, giving them a free shout out um, on Netflix, he's a guy that's really, at, you know, he's he's a workout warrior. He's going to be a Gruden grinder. He's the guy that's, you know, you're, gonna, you're not going to, it's going to be hard not to like him. Uh, B minus processor. Uh, he has the last B rated processor in this draft class. I just think that you know he's a guy that, like I say, one of three guys that can throw into an NFL window. That's all you need to say. He has a 70 impact, so he will most likely be one of those um, guys that's going to hang around and be a positive team guy if he plays all 16 games, eight to eight plus wins every year. His floor is pretty decent. I'm um, giving him a 69 floor rating. This is when the teardrop from A to B is. And as you can tell through my ratings, you can definitely tell on the impact floor, on the impact and floor ratings, they're going to be a little bit dropping off from Tua and Joe Burrow who are in the A list compared to these guys in the B and C tier list. I give him a pretty high ceiling, 79.5. I'm a huge fan. I just don't know why people don't like him. And at number five, Oh, before that, uh, his pros. He's a game manager. He's going to be the best game manager to ever come into the league. Um, he's going to be a guy that personally is going to be... Um, he's going to be there to hand the ball off to the running back 20, 25 times. Drop back and throw the ball 25 times. And you're, he's going to be a balanced guy. I could definitely see him going to somewhere like Minnesota. Uh, Dallas, if they don't extend him, uh, uh, Dak Prescott long term, where he can hand, turn around and hand the ball off quite a lot, and a lot of shorter intermediate throws and screens. Um, you know, he's here to make a couple splash throws, a lot of checkdowns and intermediate throws. Second or third quarterback that could throw into an NFL window. Great leader, ultra competitor, uh, good uh, below average arm, but the processor and footwork 
and great pace and timing are there. Great quick thrower. Doesn't turn the ball over much. That's a big plus. Uh, his only cons is not the great arm. He could hit most of those, but not all. Uh, below average speed. Below average outside the pocket. Uh, below average play extender. Or just average. Not a 2020 prototype quarterback where you want him to run. Gain 3, 4, 500, 600 yards on the ground. He's not going to do that. Um, he's The game manager... Uh, title is a is is a knock on most players, and I don't think it is for him. You know, you want to be a game manager in this league because a game manager gets you wins late in games and doesn't throw the game away. Overall, he's got that dog in him. You know, D A W G. He's got that dog in him. The arm won't wow you. The athleticism won't wow you. But he wins and doesn't turn the ball over, and that's what coaches are going to take him for. Uh, my pro comp for him is a less athletic 2020 Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill doesn't have the best arm. Um, Tannehill is pretty athletic. He was a receiver, and he can run still. I don't think that Jake Fromm can inc- can better his speed. He's just going to have to better his arm talent. That's why I give him that less athletic 2020 Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, he was a game manager that handed the ball off to the league's leading rusher this year, uh, Derrick Henry. That's for a reason. My draft value, I have a big big gaping hole in his draft value. I have a late first to an early third. I could see him going um, to the to the Packers. I could see him going to the Patriots or the Vikings in the first or a couple other teams in the second and third. He won't escape. He will not escape the early third though. Um, and number four, no it's not Jordan Love, no it's not Justin Herbert. It's Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma, 6'1", 222, 9 and 3 quarter inch hands, noticeable accolades, 459 40-yard dash, second best, 9,477 career passing yards with 80 career passing touchdowns to go along with 3,274 career rushing yards and 43 career rushing touchdowns. Duke can score. Um, Jalen Hurts, I have him at a B-minus tier ranking. Um... He's the lowest B-tier ranking guy. There's only one more B-tier, and then there's a big drop-off again. Uh, whoops, Jalen Hurt. Um, B-minus arm, just like Jake Fromm, except he doesn't quite have the room to improve as he's a true junior, and I feel like he's going to be a West Coast, like uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks-type offensive player where he's going to really have to, have to dissect an offense and really um, just move around and do that. Jalen Hurts. B short accuracy, B minus deep throw accuracy. He could throw the ball. He's just not going to be the best. Um, he's just not going to be the best pure pocket passer. I have a, a B minus quick throw accuracy rating. Uh, he's very good. Uh, another screen guy. Um, you know, there's not much to say. He's he's a very solid quarterback. C plus under pressure. My only knock is he doesn't step up. He rolls out and runs. He has a B-minus release. The ball looks decent coming out of his hand. He has a typical quarterback wind-up and release. Good release point. Good release speed. C-plus decision-making. Um, that was one of his biggest knocks for me. Um, you know, you just don't know what you're going to see from him. You don't know if he's going to throw the ball away, force one in there, or he's just going to take off and run when he doesn't need to. C-plus pocket, that's another reason why. he, he just You just don't know what he's going to do. He's a running quarterback, yes, but you also just want him to just step up and make the five-yard throw and live another down instead of trying to scramble, take a hit, 
uh, try and scramble, lose the ball, or try and roll out and just throw a deep ball to C.D. Lamb and throw a pick. Didn't see much that of, of him out of that, but he's just a guy that I just don't know. That's why I give him that C-plus rating. Play extension, though, he has an A. Solid A, best in the class. Um, like I said, he's a running quarterback. 4.59 translates to the field very well. And, um, you know, he's just going to be that guy that you're going to want to watch out for uh, when it's play action, third and short, third and medium. You don't know if he's going to run. You don't know if he's going to throw. Got to watch out for him. His processor is a C. Um, to be honest, he could be a lot better. He played in a one read or a half the field read team. Um, you're going to look at one side of the field. You're going to look at the other side of the field. No one's open. Just run. That's all he did in Oklahoma. I have him with a 71 impact grade. Uh, his dual threat ability and play extension is going to give him that, uh, that 71 impact. He's coming in with a 69 floor because of the production and the experience. And a 77 ceiling uh, if he if he develops behind a year behind a, a veteran quarterback like Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady, he'll probably have a pretty high ceiling. If you throw him behind a guy that's probably in his third, fourth, fifth year, his ceiling probably won't reach that star potential uh, ceiling. And who knows, he might just be a career backup, um, which I do not want to see out of Jalen Hurts. His story is way too good. Um, his pros, he's the best mobile. He's the best. B-E-S-T, all cap, mobile quarterback in the class. Great pure runner, great at extending the play. He's a humble rumble type leader. Very chill. Let's his game talk. He's a competitor despite Tua taking over. Stayed at Alabama and also helped out when Tua wasn't quite playing his at his highest level. What's not to like? Story's great. Leadership's great. Let's, the play, let's his play talk. Can do it from in the pocket and out of the pocket. He's a good thrower. But good thrower is not a good passer. As you can see, his arm, as his cons, his arm isn't quite there. Great at extending the play, but looks to run, not to throw. I don't like him rolling out because the ball can float. And uh, that, that's due to the lack of the arm strength. Not great touch, more of a thrower than a passer. That's why I said he's a good thrower. And that's why I came around full circle. He's not, he's not a great passer. He's a good thrower of the ball. Overall, he's going to be a baller wherever he goes. Very high on my board for being a team player. Plays behind Tua a whole year before transferring. If you want to run gimmicky plays, he'll be there. If you want him to lead your team to the playoffs, he's there as well. Going to let his play talk. Going to lead by example. Best locker room guy. My pro comp is a mini Cam Newton. A draft value anywhere from the early second to the third. And that's just um, how I see him. And then moving on to number five. I'm sorry this is going to be a long video. My, my top ten... 5 and 15 player ranking videos are probably going to be closer to an hour and over an hour. Um, if you don't like those long segments and I could break it up, please just let me know. Because I can, some people know I could talk about football for hours on end. I could talk about a long kicker for two hours. And I could talk about a quarterback for 12 hours. It's just, you know, this is what I love. So um, just let me know if you guys want it in choppier sections or you like the whole long one. Uh, just let me know. And, but continuing at number five, I have Jordan Love out of Utah State. 6'4", 224, 10.5-inch hands. Noticeable accolades. He ran a 4'7", 440. I expected him to run in the 4'7s. 9,003 career yardage, 60 career passing touchdowns. 21-11 and 11 as a starter at Utah State. Second most wins. 9,003 career yardage is also the most all-time in Utah State uh, history. 
Um, Jordan Love is has a B plus tier ranking because of the upside. He's the third best tier ranked quarterback, but number five on my board because of how low his floor is. He has an A minus arm. Uh, you know, I'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, you know, people say he's got that Patrick Mahomes um, comp. I think that does him a disservice. Short accuracy and deep accuracy are both B minus. He's a, he's a guy that can hit the throw, but he can also cause the ball to float and kind of miss it. Quick throw accuracy C plus. After he lost, uh, was a Derwin Thompson last year, the running back. You can definitely see a dip in the production and the quick throw accuracy because he doesn't have that check down guy. C plus ranking, which is not too bad. Room for improvement. Um, all of these guys do not fall below a C um, quick throw accuracy rating. Just to let you guys know, in my top ten, uh, under pressure is a C plus though. He's a guy that can lock on. He's a heat seeking missile. He locks on a receiver and doesn't want to let go. He's a B release, good ball, beautiful deep ball, but it just doesn't hit all the time. That's why I have a B release. Decision making is a C minus. Like I said before, he's a heat sinking missile. He does not, once he's locked on, he doesn't release. Um, C plus in the pocket, always room for improvement out of a smaller West uh, Mountain West school guy. Um, you know, he's not the worst. He's just not a step up in the pocket guy. He kind of does that, like I say, Aaron Rodgers shuffle where he'll kind of step back and shuffle, move to the right and shuffle, move to the left and shuffle, throw off the back foot, which I will bring up in a little bit, um, and he makes the big throws. Um, he has a B minus play extension. The seven, the four seven four forty reveals that. Uh, good at extending the play. He's not gonna run to th run. He's gonna run to throw. C minus processor. Room for improvement. That's all I can say. He's going to come in with a very, what is that? With a pretty decently low impact rating. His rookie year, of course, with a 66. He's not going to start his rookie year. If he does, you're probably going to kill his confidence and his career. He's going to come with a 66 floor rating, which is pretty low too because of how raw he is. But I have the third highest ceiling grade with an 85.5 which is a potential pro bowl starter and star and you know decade-long career guy and as i will bring up to some of his con pros and cons his pros is he has huge upside uh see top tier potential in all categories can start now and develop into a top 20 quarterback by the end of the year if he goes to the right team the colts the best line in the game if he goes behind there He'll be okay. He'll be a top 20 quarterback by the end of the year. Once he gets hot, he can't miss. Great at extending the plays and, like I said, shuffling in the pocket. Arm reminds me of Aaron Rodgers more than Mahomes, which is, in my opinion, Aaron Rodgers is hes a bad man for a reason. Um, cons, he's very raw. Um, intermediate and touch passes is what he will struggle with. Sails the ball a lot when stepping up into the pocket. Um, that's why he only steps up into the pocket in about his own 40, 40, their own 40-yard range territory so that ball can sail out of the end zone instead of into a safety. Um, small school competition, he shined. He played in the Mountain West. Big school competition, he crumbled. Doesn't extend plays when I want him to. Um, and he he's a lock-on quarterback. 
Um, his overall, he's the biggest boomer bust prospect at the quarterback position since I can remember. Since I've started watching football when I was like eight years old. And I've and I've always been watching football. And I've watched football at a very high level with a very high IQ of the game. So like even when I was eleven years old, I would know, you know, schemes and and positions and changes and uh, you know everything like that at 11 12 years old which I should just be playing video games or you know just enjoying myself as a kid um, sells himself into the first round because of the arm he'll need to sit behind a veteran for one year maybe two uh, to fully shake off his quote-unquote Mountain West glory days like all Mountain West quarterbacks do or most Mountain West quarterbacks that end up becoming starters I like him. I don't love him. I hope he can make me bite my tongue. Um, I'm just not quite sold on the hype. His junior film was a lot better than his... Uh, last year's film, his sophomore film, was a lot better than his junior film, which is this year. Uh, my pro comp is Aaron Rodgers. Early, 2000, uh, early career Aaron Rodgers. My draft value is a mid-first to early second. I don't see him going top 10, and I don't see him escaping the top 40. Uh, number six, I know you're going to be like, where's Justin Herbert? Um, and you're probably going to not like this one because I am a Washington Huskies fan. But Jacob Eason at number six out of Washington, 6'6", 231, 9.5 inch hands. Uh, noticeable accolades are 3,132 passing yards with 23 touchdowns and a bowl game victory as his only full year starting at quarterback and first full year at Washington. Um... You know, Jacob Eason has a C-plus tier ranking with an A arm. He's tied for first with two with the best arm. He can throw the ball at a mile, as a, at a million miles an hour for a mile. Uh, B, ac short accuracy and deep accuracy. He's going to be a guy. He's the second of three, of the only, he's the third of third three quarterbacks that can throw into an NFL window. Those are the only three guys that can throw into an NFL window going into the league right now. Quick throw accuracy is a B minus. Uh, he played in the Pac-12. Pac-12 quarterbacks just hit a little different. So the quick throw timing has to be there, especially in the red zone. And you've seen that a lot. B, under pressure. He's a guy that can't run away. So he has to step up and make the throw. And that's what he will do in this league for a long time. He has a B release. I don't give him a higher release because of he only knows how to throw the ball a 1,000 miles an hour. And that could, uh, that could hurt him a lot. C, decision making. Um... You know, he's not going to be a guy that's going to make a lot of mistakes. But he's also not going to be a guy that's going to make minimal mistakes. He's a guy that's probably going to hover around 10 to 14 picks a year if he's a full-time starter to go along with maybe 26 to 32 touchdowns. So the ratio is going to be about 2 to 1, but you'll take the 2 to 1 ratio over a 1 to 1 ratio. Um, so Or a guy like J um, Jameis Winston, who's a 1 to 1 ratio this year. He has a B-plus pocket presence. Like, like I said, he has to hone his craft in as a pocket passer. He can't run. Statue. C-minus play extension. I should give him a D. But, you know, I've seen him roll out a little bit, sling that gunslinger arm, and make a couple tight, nice window throws. Processor is a C. It's not any lower because he played in the Pac-12, and that's just how I grade Pac-12 quarterbacks. The defense is very tough in the Pac-12. Um, but I'm not going to rate it any higher because he... It's not like he's not making minimal mistakes and everything isn't his fault. 
I'm going to give him a pretty decently high impact rating, higher than the neck, than the previous two guys over 68. His arm is what's going to sell you. Uh, he's going to come in with a pretty high floor because he's he has a lot of experience, not game experience, but um, year experience. He's a true uh, he's a true senior redshirt junior because of the injury and transfer. Low floor, but low ceiling. I will give him a 70 floor and a 73 ceiling. That's only a three point difference. And on the rating scale, the 70s, you know, if you look at it, the 70 tier rating is a solid starter in Pro Bowl potential. He's not going to wow you. He's not going to quite, you know, be like, who is this guy again? He's probably going to be a Matt Stafford guy. Um, and a couple just, you know, quick pros and cons. Um... He has an absolute cannon. Throws the ball a mile at 1,000 miles an hour. And like I said, the third of three quarterbacks that can throw into an NFL window right now. Great in the pocket. He's underrated rolling out. Like I said, that's why I give him that C. Um, what is that? That's why I give him that C minus uh, play extension rating. Uh, very good at stepping up in the pocket. His cons is he only knows how to throw the ball 1,000 miles an hour. Doesn't know when to take the heat off. The ball doesn't sail because of the pure raw arm strength, which is also mean he has no touch on the ball. He just throws it on a B line over to you. You you can see, you know, a couple times he's thrown a, he's thrown a nice pretty fade, but that's only in a couple times. The jump ball throws will end up looking like a sailed ball or a back shoulder laser. Doesn't sell on pump fakes because of the long, lanky wind up throw. Uh, like I said, he's a lock on. He's a, he's a heat-seeking missile. Lock on and process and move on too late. Overall, an elite arm is what he brings to the table. Well, wow with the deep ball, but that's it. Can throw into windows over the middle, but like I said, he can't hit everything. He can't hit the simple speed outs or toss up a fade ball. Not enough touch and too much heat on the sideline. He'll need to tone it down, especially for running backs. He'll be a check-down quarterback for sure. Uh, he'll be a starter by the time his rookie contract is up. My pro comp is Jay Cutler. I have a very early second to a very early third draft evaluation on him. And moving on to number seven, this is where Justin Herbert is going to be in my power ranking. Number seven out of Oregon, Justin Herbert, 6'6", 236, 10-inch hands, noticeable accolades, 468, 40-yard dash. Oh, excuse me. 28 consecutive games with a passing touchdown. He's played in 44 games. This is a big number. 10,541 career passing yards with 95 career passing touchdowns. Now moving on to his grading scales. Uh, Justin Herbert, I have him at a C plus tier rating with an A minus arm. His arm is very good. With a B short accuracy and a C deep throw accuracy. You can. This is where the accuracy starts to dip off. Um, I'm going to bring it up in a little bit. He can hit an open receiver to save his life. A C-plus quick throw accuracy through a lot of screens, but that's about it. No no quite slants, goes, digs, ins and outs. C under pressure, he rolls out a lot. Doesn't need to when there's a clean pocket. B-minus release, he, his, his only knock is the long, lanky release. Uh, the ball comes out pretty decent. Decent touch on it. C decision making, he's a one-read guy. Uh, and that's why his processor is also a C-. He's C-plus in the pocket because he does 
like to roll out and run around in a clean pocket. I do have a B minus play extension. The six, the four six eight forty uh, translates. I have him coming in um, with a pretty good impact rating with a sixty eight. That's the highest out of the past two guys I've read off. Um, he has a seventy floor, which is the third highest coming in. But he, like uh, Jacob Eason, oops. Sorry, I was reading off the wrong guy. Was I reading off the wrong guy? No, I wasn't. Um, 70 floor rating and a 73 ceiling. Low floor, high floor, low ceiling guy. Um, I'll read off his pros and cons for you that I wrote down. Uh, love him for coming back to play senior year with his brother. He's a family guy. Nice guy, good leader, great arm. Can get hot quick and is hard to cool down. He's great on extending plays, especially when rolling out. The deep ball has a lot of air under it. But his cons are, he can't hit an open receiver to save his life, like I said before. No touch whatsoever. He doesn't throw the laser like um, Jacob Eason, but he just doesn't know when to put enough air under it, too much air under it, and to throw a dime. Um, he um, takes off in a clean pocket too many times. He didn't even know his draft status last year. Stayed for his senior year not knowing he's a potential number one overall pick. Didn't improve from his junior year. He seemed to regress, actually. And overall, he doesn't have that dog in him. Like I said, D-A-W-G. He doesn't have the dog in him. Overall, you want him to start day one. He won't be a top 30 quarterback day one. He will have to grow up fast in the NFL. Um, love the arm and the rollout ability, but hate everything else. When he's hot, he's hot. But when he's cold, he's cold for a long time. Never seen him step up in big moments, highlighting that Auburn game last year. High floor, low ceiling guy. My pro comp is Marcus Mariota, coming out of Oregon as well. Uh, I have a full second round draft valuation. And you're like, wait, why is he at seven if you have a draft evaluation if he's in the second round? And you had him go very early in your mock draft. Personally, I wouldn't draft him till the second because he just doesn't quite hit the spot for me. And doesn't feel like I hit a spot in the first round and I'll be satisfied. Realistically, he'll go top 15. Number 8, Anthony Gordon. You might not know who he is. Quarterback at a Washington State. 6'2", 205, 9-3-inch quarter hands. Noticeable accolades. 5,596 passing yards. 48 touchdowns in 2019. While setting all-time Pac-12 and Washington State single-season records for passing touchdowns. Passing touchdowns. Total offense and completions. Now, as I read off Anthony Gordon, uh, he has a C minus tier ranking. He's the last C tier ranking guy. B minus arm. Uh, you know, he can make pretty decent throws from anywhere on the field. B sh uh, short accuracy, C plus deep throw accuracy. Just a tad better than Herbert. Um, C plus quick throw accuracy, a lot of screens, a lot of intermediate routes that he hit. Uh, C under pressure, he's a guy that, you know, who's average, uh, who's average under pressure. Um, he's not going to be a guy that's going to stand in there and take a hit 10 times like Russell Wilson can. But he's also going to be a guy that's going to try and roll out and ends up just falling down and taking a sack like some of these old school uh, fridge quarterbacks. He has a C release. This is when you definitely see the teardrop in quarterback coming in. C release is because of the arm strength. He does. He has. He doesn't quite have the touch on the ball that you want, and he doesn't quite have the arm strength to match it. 
So this is why his release is so low. This is why he's a little lower on the board. C plus decision making though. You don't accidentally throw for 5,600 yards and 48 touchdowns. Um, and set the school and Pac-12 record for completions in a season. C-plus pocket passer rating, he can definitely get better. But he's coming in with a decent pocket quarterback rating, and he's going to be a pocket passer. C-minus play extension, he can when he has to, but he won't to create the big play. That's the big difference. He has a C processor. Played at Washington State. You're going to throw the ball a lot, so you're going to have to have a good processor. And you can definitely see development over time. He has the second lowest impact rating. He'll come in as a backup. Uh, he'll probably be a career backup with a 63 floor and a 69 ceiling, which means he's going to be a bottom tier starter to a very good backup. Um, and to just go over his pros and cons really quick. Um, he's a great pocket passer. Can hit every throw in the pocket. Steps up nicely. Ball has a lot of touch on it, even though I just kind of knocked him. He plays in he plays in 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 um, Washington, of course, uh, where the where the weather isn't really predictable. It can snow, it can rain, or it can be sunny half the season. Um, he can make NFL throws in bad weather, which I've seen. He's ready to start midseason in a good quarterback battle. Um, like if you have a, a an unsure quarterback that's been there, like a Jared Stidham, and you're not totally sold on him and Brian Hoyer, you draft Anthony Gordon. Maybe in the third and fourth where I have his draft value. And he could compete and probably start midseason. His arm isn't quite there. That's one of his biggest cons. He leads his receivers a lot. He anticipates he anticipates the throws nicely sometimes. But he overshoots um, as, uh, as compensation for his lack of arm strength. Not a great mover. Not a great extender. Will not be a splash play quarterback. I just don't see it in him. Overall, he'll be a top tier quarterback. Uh, backup quarterback any fringe starter by year three he needs to develop his arm strength if he wants to make an impact on a team that's why i have such a low impact rating on him or else he will not make the team uh, any better than it is he can make all throws in any weather arm strength and small sample size is the only question that he has when you're a full-time starter i'm not worried about the like mike leach scheme a lot of people say that mike leach well he does run the um he does run the spread um air raid scheme that's why they have his quarterbacks have so many passing yards and touchdowns and him my pro comp for him is actually ryan fitzpatrick um ryan fitzpatrick right now um probably is his ceiling um he could get a little bit better than ryan fitzpatrick maybe pro bowl josh mccown but that's out that's about it like i said earlier third to fourth draft value on him and now moving along to number nine, Cole McDonald out of Hawaii, 6'6", 215, nine and three quarters inch hands, noticeable accolades, 4'5", 840, the combine, 40 yard dash, 8,032 career passing yards, 70 career passing touchdowns, and 12 career rushing touchdowns. That just shows he can score on the ground as well. And a cup and going through his rank, his uh, ratings. He, this is where the big drop-off is. He's a D-plus tier ranking guy. B-plus arm. A lot of people think that he has this crazy good arm. He just slings the ball deep. Every quarterback can throw the ball deep. It's how much power you can put behind the ball with from point A to point B, not how far you can throw it. 
that's the difference between arm strength, in my opinion. Any quarterback that's been a quarterback for a couple of years can throw the ball 50, 40, you know, 45 to 60 yards easy, almost consistently for about 20 throws straight. It's just how much power can you put behind it. That's why I have a B-plus rating in his arm. C-minus accuracy for deep and short across the board. He's one of the guys that also, he's uh, him and Herbert can't hit an open receiver to save their lives. He also did not play with good talent. He has a C-plus quick throw accuracy. Nobody falls below a C-plus because all these quarterbacks throw a lot of dink and dunks and screens. He does have a C under pressure rating. He's also a missile locker. A heat sinking missile chooses one and just lets it fly. He has the worst release. He has a long, lanky, like um, hinge release. He brings the ball down, brings it up, and then releases like a U, uh, like a U facing outward. C decision making. Like I said, heat sinking missile. Um, he's a guy that's gonna make a lot of mistakes. C plus in the pocket. He's a guy that is willing to stay in the pocket. Despite being a very athletic guy. B, play extension. The 40 translate, 4, 5, 8, 40. He has a D processor, the worst processor in this draft class in my top 10. Makes a lot of mistakes. He has a uh, pretty good, pretty decent impact rating as a rookie with a 63. He has a very low floor though with a 64. And a pretty decent ceiling with a 72 rating. Which means he could be a quality star if he's behind a guy... If he's behind a decent, you know, veteran quarterback. Uh, some pros is he's a big play guy. Throws the ball a lot. Has a top 15 arm coming into the league. High upside guy. Um, if behind a 10 plus year starter, 10 plus year vet. An example is Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers. Good outside of the pocket. Runs to throw very fast. 4-5-8 translates. Cons, he's very inconsistent. Didn't play with great talent or against great talent. Which shows that. He didn't quite get elevated by his players, and his talent didn't quite show up and help boost him and make him dominate the Mountain West. Heat sinking missile, lock on, full speed ahead, one read quarterback. He's going to make his read, he's going to decide to throw it, and he's going to throw it nine times out of ten. He doesn't bail out of a throw, which will make take the cons- and will take the consequences. Still very raw. Overall, he will be a guy that should have stayed another year. He's a redshirt junior. The arm and athleticism is what's going to get him drafted. Bad processor, doesn't step up into the pocket, doesn't run when I want him to. Runs to throw, which I'll take him over, which I'll take over running in a clean pocket like Justin Herbert. He couldn't end up being a very long career journeyman like a Josh McCown. My pro comp is uh, rookie Josh Allen, which is the floor, or a um, early 2000s Tom Brady. That's what you can get out of him. Late third to uh, late fifth round draft valuation. I could see him anywhere being a journeyman to a pretty decent starter. And number 10, my final quarterback in this top 10 rating, Tyler Huntley out of Utah. Six foot one, 205 pounds. Not many people know who he is. Um, quiet quarterback. Um, he was noticeable accolades. He's a first team all pack 12 quarterback this year. 23 and 10 as a starter. 1,146 career rushing yards to go along with 17 career rushing touchdowns. Also had 3,092 passing yards, 19 passing touchdowns, and 73 completion percentage this year, all career highs in 2019. 
I have him at the D plus tier ranking. C plus arm. He's the worst arm in this um, top 10 group that I have. Short throw accuracy and deep throw accuracy are both C's. He can hit him. He can miss him. He's very consistent at hitting him. C plus quick throw accuracy. Screen guy. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's going to... What is up, guys? Sorry for the little delay. Um, I guess I have an hour cap to record, which I might need a little bit more. So these top 10, top 5, top 15 rankings probably will have two episodes just like this one. Um, I am using my new mic setup, so if I do sound a little clearer or a little louder, uh, just let me know. Feedback, emails, in the DMs. Um, but let's continue it. Um, I think I left off at, I think it was number 10, Tyler Huntley. So I know I got a little bit into Tyler Huntley, but I'll just recap him here. Tyler Huntley, number 10 on my power ranking, 6'1", 205. Noticeable accolades, first team All-Pro, Pac-12 quarterback this year, 23-10 and 10 as a starter over three years. 1,146 career rushing yards to go along with 17 rushing touchdowns, 3,092 passing yards, 19 passing touchdowns, 73 completion percentage this year, all career highs in 2019. And to go along with that, his rating scale, he is a um, D-plus tier rating. He has a C-plus arm, the weakest arm in this uh, top 10 class. He has uh, both C's in short and deep accuracy. He can hit him. Um, but, you know, he just doesn't hit him at the high percentage that you want. Did throw 73%. But um, you can definitely tell he, he could step up and play a lot better. C-plus quick throw accuracy. He did have to play in the Pac-12. West Coast type of offense, especially with Zach Moss. They just want to run the ball. A lot of uh, short intermediate routes, screens for him. Um, to get the ball out quickly or to give the ball to um, Zach Moss, who you will see in my top 10 tomorrow for the top 10 running backs. Being under pressure, um, you pull up the film, you pull up the tape, you pull up the highlight reel, you'll see him stand in the pocket, take a hit, uh, side shuffle, and then make a beautiful floating ball over the sideline to a tight end or a receiver for a touchdown. I've seen it too many times. It's kind of like uh, It's kind of like stuck in replay in my mind of just – how crazy he gets those throws off. He has a C-tier release. Um, it could be better, it could be worse. He has a very long and lanky hitch release for a quarterback that's six when you really don't want to see that. Um, he has a C-tier decision-making. Uh, I give him a C-tier because of how well he stays in the pocket, takes the hit, makes the throw, and by also because he doesn't have to stand in the pocket, take the hit, and make the throw. Side shuffle out run out, roll out, run to run. He can do it all. He just doesn't. Uh, pocket C-. minus. He has the lowest pocket presence because he does take the hits. And you don't want your quarterback to take a hit, a guy that could be potentially a starter. Um, You just want him to kind of protect himself and not take those hits because Pac-12 defenders can lay a lick on you if they really wanted to. Play extension, he's at a B. Um Tied for second most with Cole McDonald. Uh, the athleticism is there. Um, you like you'd like him to run a lot more, uh, kind of get out instead of take the hit in the pocket. But he's very well. He's 
one of the better guys in my top 10 quarterbacks that does extend the play to throw the ball. He has a C minus tier processor. Um, he's not a guy that's going to get stuck on one read, but he's a guy that's a little slower to scan the field. That's why he does take the hits in the pocket. Uh, that's something you could really work on with a veteran coach and a veteran uh, offensive staff. He has the lowest impact rating of a 55. If I bring up the rating scale, a 55 is one of the lowest that you can have. A 50 to 59 is a career backup. Um, he has a low floor of a 60.5, which is a bottom tier guy, serviceable starter. Very, very good backup in a uh, ceiling of 65. So he's still going to be in that backup. A very good backup to a serviceable starter. Um, and, you know, just a couple pros and cons for him. Um, very good. Uh, he has improved every year as a starter, and that's something that you need to see progression from a quarterback, unlike um, Justin Herbert, who kind of stagnated and almost regressed coming back for his senior year. He's the definition of a dual threat quarterback, a guy you can have. You're, he's going to be a guy you're going to have to spy. He will run to run and will run to throw. Very rare to see in a quarterback uh, do both very well equally. The only guy I think of is Russell Wilson. Um, throws a beautiful ball, a lot of air under it. Uh, very clean and safe quarterback. Uh, he's good under pressure. Like I said, he stays in the pocket, takes the hit, makes the good throw. But everything else is below average. The arm, the accuracy, the processor, and the leadership. I, I don't really see him stepping up and taking over in the locker room. Um, you know, he's not a risk taker, which isn't the worst thing, but you don't want him to have the ball in his hand when you're marching down the field down by seven with under two minutes from your own 20. That's just not who he's going to be. He's not going to be this comeback machine like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, uh, or Tom Brady. He's not going to be a guy that you're going to really clutch your clipboard and, uh, double check the plays and the coverage against him. Um, Overall, he's a clean, safe career backup quarterback with fringe starter potential if he develops behind a Hall of Fame quarterback. Great extender of the play. Not quite outside of the pocket, but inside the pocket. Um, you could just look him up on YouTube for highlights and or film. He is literally one of the hardest quarterbacks to sack inside the pocket. He just kind of he kind of has that limp body like Alvin Kamara. Like when he gets the hit, he goes limp, goes loose, limp noodle strains up and then throws a ball 30 yards, 40 yards down the field to a, to a receiver one-on-one -on -one that will just run into the end zone. Great extender of the play. Um, he won't step up into the pocket or the spotlight, um, which I believe is going to be his biggest knock. 23 and 10 as a starter in the Pac-12. Uh, 123 games for a reason. No accident by that. Um you know, winning playing in the Pac-12 is very hard to do, um, especially that defense. Defenses are very clean in the Pac-12. My pro con for him is another quarterback, just like him, safe quarterback, dual threat guy. Um, he's not a guy you want to march down the field with. You want him to kind of stay clean, uh, just kind of take a lead and kind of ride the lead. Pro comp Tyrod Taylor. Draft value is in the same value as Tyrod Taylor, a fifth to seventh round pick. Um Career backup, fringe starter. That's what Tyrod Taylor is. Uh, I do like him to lead the LA Chargers this year instead of them taking a quarterback or signing Cam Newton. Personally, uh, he could probably lead him to a 10-6 record and the playoffs.
And that is it for my top 10. I do have five honorable mentions. Uh, one of them, uh, number one honorable mention will be Nate Stanley out of Iowa. He would have cracked my top 10 if he had a better senior season, which he didn't. He took a step down. He's yet to pass for over 3,000 career pass, uh, 3,000 yards in a season. Uh, that's one of my biggest knocks, especially in Iowa where they are going to pass the ball a little bit more than run. Steven Montez is my number two honorable mention out of Colorado. Uh, LaVishka Chenault made him a superstar. Not a superstar, a starting caliber quarterback at Colorado. Um, to be honest, there's nothing that I really don't like. There's nothing that I really love about him. That's why he's not in my top 10, and he's an honorable mention. Number three honorable mention, Bryce Perkins out of Virginia. Love the athleticism. When you can hurdle a linebacker in college, that's pretty good athleticism to me. Um, when you can run past safeties in college as a quarterback, that's pretty good athleticism to me. He could do that consistently. The arm just isn't quite there. He's only above Khalil Tate because of the the scheme that they play in and, and the and the um, just overall size of Bryce Perkins over Khalil Tate, who is my number four honorable mention out of Arizona, who is um, who's a top-heavy guy. Uh, doesn't mean he's big, but you could definitely tell he got some chicken leg. But he can run. Uh, he's a thrower of the ball, not a passer. Um, he's a guy that's a very uh, scheme-dependent, gimmicky guy. You need him to run the option in the goal line, red zone area, to kind of just change the pace. He's going to be there. He's probably not going to be drafted this year. But he's gonna use he's gonna be on a roster. And number five, Lake Luton. Hopefully that's how I pronounce his name right, out of Oregon State. Um, he's a guy that I just got turned to recently, like at the end of last week. Saw some film, saw some highlights, saw the stats. Um pops up. Luke Falk is what I really think of when I see him. Um, below average athlete, average arm. Processor's kind of there, touch is kind of there. Accuracy is kind of there. He's just a quarterback that probably will be a career backup. Uh, if he gets thrown into the spotlight after, due to injury or just lack of quarterback competition, he'll fray, he'll, he'll give you a share deal, you know, a pretty good deal. Probably six to eight win guy if he starts 16 games a couple years down the road. Uh, but he's a guy that I would not expect to get an extension off his rookie contract. <laughs> Um, that is it for the honorable mentions in my top 10 quarterbacks list. Sorry if my voice is a little dry, if I like stuttered a little bit. Uh, did not sleep much last night um, trying to just get this uh, these lists done. You know, this is something that, you know, I do love doing and I hopefully will be doing in the future. Uh, I could talk about football all day. Quarterbacks. I played running back, fullback and linebacker. Uh uh, in high school. So, you know, when it comes to the running backs like tomorrow and the linebackers later next week, I'll be deep diving into them a little bit more. Um, these probably, like I said, will be two part um, podcast episodes in every top 10. I'll be doing a top five tight ends because I believe that there are only five really draftable day one starting tight ends with five honorable mentions, which I will not really deep dive into the pros and cons. And then offensive linemen, I will not do offensive tackles and offensive guards or interior offensive linemen separate. I will do top 15 offensive linemen with five honorable mentions. They will all probably have a first to very early second round grades. Um, so if you if you do want to see a more deep dive in depth 
offensive lineman grade and uh, pros and cons and tier lists, uh, just let me know and I'll do another one, probably drop it same day. As well as defensive lineman, I will have a defensive lineman, edge rusher, and linebacker podcast episodes all separate, as well as corners and safeties. We'll not be doing kickers and punters. Uh, everybody's a hit and miss at kicker and punter every single year. You never know. Uh, but tomorrow is my top 10s running back list. Five honorable mentions as well. Um, hopefully y'all tune in today, tune in tomorrow, and up until the upcoming draft day on the 25th, which is next Friday. Um, in a future schedule, those Friday, the, the days of the combine, the next mornings I will post those team grades and pick grades and draft grades. Um, and then eventually doing team grades post-combine and then team grades going into next season. And I just want to say um, thank you all for listening in. Thanks for all the support. Um, and hopefully you all enjoy my content. And, uh, you know, just let me know what you think about it. Uh, let me know if you want to be a part of an episode. Uh, this is my sports podcast. I will be doing an entertainment and hot topic one soon um, when this quarantine is over and I could get a couple of people to come and do that one with me. I just want to say thank you for tuning in and hope you all have a great day.